0: To the icon, Matt Hardy, the man who is stronger than death, and you are listening to the Rough House Podcast. Behold, a podcast for the ages. Recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Rough House Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their war hammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task. Complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Koda Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Kristoff.
1: Hello everybody welcome to the Rough House Podcast episode 303. 303. Shit. For December 4, 2022. Hi, I'm Marty. And I'm not your boyfriend, baby. Uh no, I'm Kristoff. That was a 303 <laughs> reference to the wow. really weird <laughs> band from the early wow. aughts. Or um, mid-aughts, I guess. No. Uh, I, I just warped horror wanted... war lumps. Uh, yes, warped horror war lumps. There, Did, yeah. They were.
0: Who uh, wasn't? In uh, that era
1: though. Yeah, that's true. Uh Any anyone who was uh literally had a anyone guitar in their band. Yes. Yeah, had, had a shot. Uh yeah. I, I feel like also like in the in the two thousands especially, there were some weird like Almost novelty choices. I feel like Katy Perry was on the warp Tour. Yeah, I'm pretty sure point. you're right. Yeah, uh, before before she, she went, was like a mega star. Yeah, yeah. Um, and honestly, at this point, she probably could use a warp Tour. I, I feel like I feel like that star has dipped. <laughs> She's done some hard. damage to herself, has she not? So uh, I haven't she really. Has yeah. she has? Um. Uh, but yeah, she she could use something like that. Oh, and and uh, good news, I guess, for anyone who's wondering. Is it not? <laughs> i can't hear it again of course i can't
0: um well i heard it you so know, it you works. heard
1: it which uh presumably Hopefully it's means, recording as well uh, the, yeah. the listeners heard it uh but yes the the soundboard's back so we got that going for us in theory Huzzah. in theory um cool anyway no, i love it uh last night folks uh, yes sir. your your boy uh, had the honor and pleasure of uh, being a part of the world of professional wrestling for the first time in his life, and it got was that bump card ready to go, baby. <laughs> it was a goddamn delight as uh, my uh, long-running uh, live event super art fight, which has always been described as Pictionary meets pro wrestling, actually got to meet professional wrestling in the squared circle in Silver Spring, Maryland, at the Silver Spring Black Box Theater. It was flying v fights versus super art fight. Uh just a, a, a lovely, lovely time. Um which is not something you normally say about pro wrestling, but it, it was <laughs> it was really just a fun show. We had uh three art fights, we had five pro wrestling matches, and uh we actually had a, a crossover bout where uh super art fights kaiju monster stompa their son, El Hijo del Stompadon <laughs> Made their pro wrestling debut against one of uh, Flying V Fight's characters, uh, Common MK, who's, who's very much like Power Ranger, Common rider s character. They collided in the main event. Uh, it was so much fun. Awesome. Um, world famous CB Cheeseburger was on the yeah. show. He was awesome. Sweetest dude in the world. Bryce Remsburg from AEW co-hosted. Uh, with Ross and I for the main event of the Super Art Fight part of the show. Yeah, rubbing elbows with the greats. Yeah. Uh, I I just had a, a lovely, wonderful time. That show's going to be on IWTV uh, in the not-too-distant future. I'll I'll be sure to uh, probably, A, post something on our socials, sure. but B, I'll, I'll say something on the show when it is live, uh, in case you want to check that out. But um, just a great show, incredible talent on on the flying V side. Um, you know, they had, uh, some local folks. They had, uh, a car come in from Philly. Uh, so you had, uh, you know, the air show of, uh, razor wing and Mach 10, Mm -hmm. um, you had pancakes, evil, uh, Abby Jane, Abby Jane, who has had some AEW dark spots, um, Brooke Ballantyne, uh, Jordan blade also who have had, uh, AEW dark spots. Um, Again, CB, he went against uh, YoYa, uh, who uh, has had some GCW shots recently. Uh-huh. Um, they had a, a really, really great match. Uh, what is so cool about the Flying V shows is they're very much in the vein of, and uh, I recognize by invoking this name, I'm, it may sound like I'm damning it. Uh, it. It's very much in the vein of what Chikara was at its best. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that name has been understandably sullied Subsequently, but it was a show that was great for all ages. The crowd, you know, across the board, you know, it wasn't just uh, 20 somethings who were looking to see five star matches. Uh, You know, they they cheered the faces, they booed the heels, uh, and it was just a fun, fun card. Um, There's one guy, uh, TJ Sykes, who I I believe he's going to be the top villain uh, in Flying V, uh, he had an issue with us at Super Art Fight oh, uh, to the point where uh, after our first bout, he came out and he tore the artwork off the canvas. Oh, what a heel move. I love yes, it. Yes. Yes. Absolute uh, jerk. bastardly bastard. Uh, but uh, one note, sort of patting myself on the back here that I wanted to mention. Please, self-high five. For for you, Chris. Uh, so for those who have never seen a Super Art Fight, myself and a gentleman by the name of Ross Nover – We are the co-hosts of Super Art Fight. We provide Mm -hmm. running commentary throughout the bouts. It is one of the elements of the pro wrestling style presentation of people drawing on a giant canvas. Yeah. I segued from talking about something to telling people to check out our merch table and buy (laughs) our stuff. And someone in the audience yelled, that's a great transition. Uh. So, folks, (laughs) I'm not just the segue king on the roughhouse. (laughs) <laughs> hey man that's your new twitter handle <laughs> segue as long as it exists yeah as long as it exists oh well, i mean can you change your twitter handle i feel like that uh, was would down for a while probably <laughs> break the entire infrastructure by trying to do that at this point in time yeah yeah don't don't want to do that i guess i think you can only change it if you are an anti-semite these days oh, i think that's pretty much the only oh. way you could get anything done on twitter is yeah uh, I, I don't feel like signing up for that group it's not really a good group right now it's never a good group. <laughs> no, right now, particularly right now, it's not a great group. <laughs> Edit that.
0: <laughs> good lord. Uh,
1: I I will say uh, uh, again, all all of that mess is ridiculous. But to this day, it tickles me that uh, Kanye, when he re- inig- or, or, or initially went on this recent series of rants, apparently mm-hmm. he's, people have cut out comments he's made for years well um but uh he said he was going DeathCon con three not def con three death. death con three and all i could think was what convention center is that at
0: do, I, <laughs> do you get a day pass is it
1: a weekend thing do you yeah need a hotel room no it's definitely the dc <laughs> convention center <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's happening on January 6th. Oh, of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> of course it is. Come on. Yeah. Man, uh, I have been saying, just as a quick sidetrack, I have been saying for a decade or two that that guy was human garbage. Nobody yeah. fucking listened to me. And uh, I, I fucking I, I, told you so. Now we know. And uh, knowing is half the battle. And it's uh, very sad. Very, very sad. Oh, and you know, Elon's garbage, too. But anyway, we are a pro wrestling podcast, folks. Mm. Uh, I, I I it's not just something that I do for fun on a random Saturday once in my career. It is something we talk about every week here on the rough house, <laughs> Something we do Sunday mornings in our basements yes. respectively. Yes indeed and uh, let, let's go ahead and uh, talk about the worldwide leader.
0: The world <laughs> wrestling Federation. tens shares <laughs> for over 50 years the revolutionary force in sports entertainment So the
1: WWE this week Chris uh, yeah. uh, man. Papa H, gonna Papa H, as we not only had one on-screen return, but another one has apparently been signed as Impact killed someone off. I guess this makes it an unofficial TNA update, but still. Yeah. uh, I, I... Quick aside, I love that Impact's move isn't just, well, we're going to write someone out. No, yeah. they will be killed. Yeah. <laughs> They're going full Lucha Underground. We're killing people off now. Amen. I respect that. Uh, understandably that you would. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this past Friday night on SmackDown, to, to talk about the people who I was referencing just now, this past Friday night on SmackDown, we had the return to WWE, this time on the main roster of Tegan Nox. Okay. How did her knees hold up? Uh, they have not yet exploded. She okay. made it that's down good. to the ring. That's good. And uh, I've got audio from her debut on Friday. Okay. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Hopefully that's actually playing, folks. Yeah. Uh, no, I hear it. Crickets, by the way, if, yeah. in case it's not going through there. Uh, yeah. Literal Crickets. N- n- no one knew who she was. I mean, also, she looked kind of dramatically different between coloring her hair and getting hit with a WWE makeup gun. Uh-huh. Uh, I struggled to recognize her if it weren't for lower third graphics and commentary losing their mind. Uh, who did she come out to save? Uh, she came out uh, to save Liv Morgan. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, Liv Morgan was being beaten down by uh, Damage Control, who I thought were raw talent. Um, but. Uh, there are no brand split, splits, bud. Yeah. Uh, Tegan Knox uh, ended up making her debut on the main roster. And again, her knees have not exploded yet. Wasn't so. she on the main roster for a cup of coffee like earlier in the year you in a tag what? team or something? You with Shotzi? What? Was it with Shotzi? You know what? I think you're right. I think you're right. I totally forgot about that, uh, yeah. which tells you how impactful her last run was. Uh, but speaking of impact, from the but, impact side of things, God damn this guy. Yeah, I know it. it I can't stop it. Uh, the, the person who was killed off on impact programming on Thursday, who's said to be making Steve Macklin. Back. No, no, not Steve Macklin. Okay. Uh, uh, do I don't even know want to who throw else out Any else other is guesses? A, yeah, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Eric Young. (laughs) Eric Young is returning to WWE. And you might ask yourself why. And I believe I have the answer. It's because he was part of NXT when Triple H ran it. (laughs) That that seems to be the barrier of entry right now. Did you work for Hunter previously? If yes, then money. C. Regal, comma Stephen, uh, or William, whatever. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk whatever. about that in a moment, too. So what does a uh, beardless, bald, 40-plus-year-old Eric Young bring to on-screen WWE in 2022? I, I I couldn't tell you. The closest thing I can think of, and this is a stretch, is... He is a veteran hand who may be good in training people at the PC. And that's fine. You need people like that. Yeah. But I do – I mean not that I watch Raw or SmackDown or anything. But if I were to randomly throw it on one night and I were to see Eric Young, would that keep me locked on the screen? Fuck no. No. no, God no. And and I have – nothing but good things to say about like sanity's run in NXT and yeah just moments there. of his impact career with team Canada and the don't fire Eric thing and all that like he's had moments and again he's a solid hand like I'm I'm sure you know he he's he's got a mind for the business and everything but these are not needle movers there there's nothing no. about this where I go ah yes. Finally, the Infinity Gauntlet of Wrestlers. Like the fact that the the meme was Triple H right. with the Infinity Gauntlet and people were just photoshopping in faces on mm-hmm. each one of the gems. Yeah. The fact that we've moved on to another fist in this <laughs> meme tells me we've gone too far. Uh yeah, I would I would say so. I think what's happening is Triple H set aside a, a large sum of money to get Sasha Banks back, and she <laughs> told him to go fuck himself. Yes. So now she, he's just filling that void with 10 other people that nobody cares about. Yeah. Uh, I I don't disagree. that That is the d- the direction we seem to be heading in. Uh, just more and more people that make you go, oh, OK, I guess. Uh, I mean, not that they're strapped for cash or anything. No, but again, no, clearly not. The, you know. Um, and, the, and they did get a, you know. Thirty million dollar cash infusion from Vince himself on the way out. Aww. So, <laughs> yeah, like I, I think I've said it on here before. If not, I know I've definitely said it privately to some folks. My theory is Hunter was like, "So we got twenty million we didn't have before, thirty million we didn't have before. Cool. All right, I'll take care of that. Don't worry. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry." And he just called people up. You want a mill? You want a mill? Cool. All right. <laughs> twenty nine left. You want a mill? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you looking at his rolodex and look. and just signing people up. I get um, it, but at the same time, you know, one of the uh, positive side effects of calling the roster so many times was it cut down on the bloat. Yes, but now you're you're rebloating Yes, and uh, you know, yeah, not just it, for it, payroll, but for trying to get everybody on TV, and it's resulting in things like this Monday night on Raw. Great segue dexter thank you dexter loomis it's too i'm going keep track finally had a match with the miz wait he had never wrestled he had not wrestled time? the miz had he had any matches on tv this entire time no at least oh not that God. i can recall wow it's all been him stalking the miz so he okay. finally had a match on monday a match that was originally scheduled for, thank you Wrestling Observer for having this in, in their story, originally set for the October 17th edition of Raw. Okay. So Dexter Loomis showed up on Raw in August of this year. Wowzers. Was supposed to face The Miz two months later. Uh-huh. And nearly two months after that, they finally had the match. That sounds about uh, right. But uh, let me guess, uh, he won by distraction roll-up. Uh, he, no, he got a submission victory. Oh, okay. Miz was forced to compete by Adam Pearce. Is is his submission finisher like he pulls out a handkerchief that's supposed to have chloroform on it and he puts it <laughs> over their their face Does and then this they this smell they like chloroform to you? Yeah. That should be his finisher. I mean, come on, I'm an idea guy here, all right? <laughs> that's a better idea than than what they're doing with What, him, what you was know? his finisher though? Um, ah uh... Like an STF or something? Yeah, something like that. Uh, something stupid? Yes. But uh, after the match, uh, uh, Dexter Loomis was handed a Louis Vuitton bag of misses that was filled with cash! Uh-huh. Uh, Actual but, cash? Uh, yes, because uh, Loomis was handing money out to children at ringside. So, shoot, $100 bills were being handed to kids on the outside. Speaking of that money that they seem to just have everywhere. <laughs> Um, Triple H is suddenly Jean Ralphio
0: flush with
1: cash. Now I will say this: very traditional heel spot. Uh, after the match, Miz <laughs> recovers, attacks Loomis, and takes a hundred dollar bill from one of the kids. But then Johnny Gargano <laughs> pops up, super kicks Miz, and hands the money back to the kid. So nice, credit where credit is due. Classic babyface move there. So are we getting a Johnny Gargano and uh Dexter Loomis team up here, or is it just uh, uh that, that's what my they've enemy? been d- doing the past few weeks. Okay. And I guess at some point we're gonna have Johnny Gargano against the Miz. That hasn't happened? No. Uh, Cleveland's favorite son, I guess, will be the, the gimmick for that one. Wow. Uh, Wasn't but... that the whole point of the whole Miz has big balls thing that was going for a while there? Wasn't that with Johnny Gargano, or was that with somebody else? I I think that was you know that might have was that with Morrison? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. yeah, that was. Nor do uh, I really care. Yeah, that was ages ago. That was. was ages ago. Okay? Uh, another kind of weird thing this week on WWE television. Yeah. was uh, on WWE NXT. They had so. Uh, let me take a step back. They've got this Dateline show coming up. That is their their next. Or sorry, Deadline, not Dateline Okay, I was like, wow, so doing an expose on Vince. What's happening here? <laughs> So that's the show that's going to be on next Saturday night. Pseudo counter programming for Final Battle, although Final Battle is on in the afternoon. Um, so they had these Hall of Fame, uh, what's the best way to put it? Uh, Hall of Fame panels. Okay. Where Shawn Michaels was debating. Oh, geez. X Pac, <laughs> Alundra Blaze, Molly Holly, and Road Dog. Oh,
0: about God.
1: Who should be in these. Uh, Iron Survivor Challenge matches at the show. There'd be a men's one and a women's one. The Iron Survivor match is basically like, do you remember the championship scramble from years ago? Yeah. Same idea. Whoever wins the most falls at the end of the match becomes the number one contender to the division's champion. Iron Survivor. It sounds like a terrible power metal band (laughs) of which I should be listening to. But what was weird is they're talking through the names of each of these. And by the way, they were supposed to pick five. In both instances, they picked four, and they're going to have wild card matches. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but these were like in kayfabe for some descriptions, and then it just sounded like you were listening to a booking meeting. Like, and this was on the TV show. This was on the TV show, Eesh. talking about how, like, oh, you know, they don't pass the airport test or whatever, and it's like. Oh, what weird uh, Sean. I love you. My dude. One of my goats. You you are on my Mount Rushmore of professional wrestlers. Stop it. This is not working. <laughs> <laughs> this is just weird. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's get what regal back in there. And, uh... <laughs> well, well, we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment or two. Cause it sounds like that's coming up. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about on the WWE side of things. Uh, well, actually, I'll very quickly mention this. Uh, Ricochet will be getting the Intercontinental title match against Walter Gunther. He won okay. the SmackDown World Cup. Okay. So he'll be getting the match against Gunther, which should be pretty fucking cool. Any uh feedback on how the match was with uh Escobar? Uh, I heard it was great. I haven't King, seen any King episodes, Cuerno and Ricochet but, back or uh the uh, Prince Puma back in uh back in action together. But I did hear it was very good. So okay. Um, I I actually want to check that one out. Uh, just didn't get a chance because I just was watch gone. it back in Lucha Underground. You're uh, better fair. off. Fair, <laughs> but I I was I was gone for so long yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Uh, so I didn't get to check that out. Um, but uh, there's this th- this got reported in the Observer, and I wanted to get your take on it. Now the the turn of phrase that Dave used to describe this, I need to to throw out there. Like, okay. This is a pie-in-the-sky scenario. You understand okay. what the phrase pie-in-the-sky means, right, Chris? Sure, yeah. Far-fetched. Not likely to occur. Blue sky thinking. If they can make it, it happen, they'll do it, but probably isn't going to happen. Of course, this has been subsequently reposted so many other places, like, It's definitely happening, man. They're doing it. They're going with it. Dave said so. <sighs> Not <laughs> she takes premium, dude, <laughs> premium, premium, Damn, dude. <laughs> the pie in the sky plan. Yeah, for- I don't want pie. Stop talking about pie. Mm, sorry. Pumpkin pie. This is the season. Pecan pie. The plan for the Royal Rumble. Oh, boy. Is to have it won by, would you like to guess? Cody Rhodes. I'm sorry. It is not Cody. Uh okay. Who Sami Zayn? It's not Sami Zayn. Okay. Um Brock Lesnar. No, but part of the name is in that name. Uh Brock Lesnar's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it is not Sarah Lesnar. Okay. All right. Sable Lesnar. <laughs> Rock. The Rock? The rock, rock comma the yes. Dwayne Dwayne you don't this is the problem with the Royal Rumble being the setup for the main event in WrestleMania typically your main event in WrestleMania does not need the setup of somebody winning the Royal Rumble this is a, the, an exact example of that yeah where The Rock versus Roman Reigns sells itself without having to... I mean, you just telegraph the entire Rumble. What's the point in going through with it? You know if he's announced or even shows up, then you know he's fucking winning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is LOL, Dwayne wins. Uh, It it becomes a given. And the, the thing is, I understand on paper, and again, let us recognize that even they know the odds of this occurring are low because it's probably hard enough between you know changing the uh the whatever the turn of phrase was change, change of the hierarchy of power in the dc oh, universe i was going to make a joke about that but you got uh, it first okay well yeah. done. Uh, but but between that and running the xfl <laughs> mm-hmm. and running a tequila company and running a uh, energy drink company and making your own TV sitcom, your own TV sitcom and making a production company, like a dozen movies for Amazon Prime and Netflix and all these other things that are completely undiscernible. When I see behind the scenes photos of of them, they could all be the same movie for all I know. He's a busy man. It's probably gonna be hard enough to get him to do Mania, let alone Mania and. Well, he, you know, he still trains every day. So if you take he some of that physically, wakely, but he well, yeah, take bumps. I don't think oh, I, I understand dude that. Dude goes like four thirty in the morning. All right, I'm going to do my chest and my arms. Five thirty, bump drills. Like I don't think that he can. He can. He absolutely can. I don't think he does though. I mean, I don't know. I think it's. I think it's. You know, as. Big as you know w w e has become you know network TV, all these other different things, yeah, Dwayne being everywhere, Roman reigns, you know, not really the full crossover star that they were hoping for at the moment, but right. you know, doing great stuff. it's a big match, sure. and i think I think there's a better possibility of it happening than you know than you than you do is basically what I'm saying here that's fair, that's fair. I think the match for sure can happen. I wouldn't be shocked if one of the main events for Mania this year is Rock Roman. But then how do you do the Rumble then? Because if the Rumble is for the headlining match at WrestleMania, Roman has both titles still. Mm -hmm. And if he's going to be occupied by Dwayne, then what do you do with the Rumble? You have, as we threw out there, Cody winning. And it's Cody versus Roman one night, and Rock Roman the other night, and maybe you can split it. Where they're doing two nights again? I thought they were back to one. Uh, no, it's two nights. Oh god! Oh, it's Wrestle Kingdoms back to one. Yeah. Well, even that got bumped to two because there's the one like three weeks later. That doesn't you know. count. <laughs> it is. It is. It. It is not two back to back nights. You are correct. Okay. Um. But yeah, Mania will be two back to back nights in Los Angeles. Okay. Um. Uh, So then Cody loses and then Dwayne loses the next night? Or Roman defends each belt individually and drops both. Or drops one and retains the other. So Dwayne loses and Cody wins? Yeah. Or you chump out Cody and Roman. I mean, that's, of if weekend. Vince was around, that would be the... Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> if Vince was around, like, congratulations, Cody, you're going for the U.S. title. Huh? Right, yeah. You'll look great with your star-spangled gear. Yeah, <laughs> You're going to be the first Royal Rumble winner to go for the U.S. championship. <laughs> good shit, pal. We'll give you red, white, and blue, and polka dot pyro. <laughs> you like that? You like polka dot pyro? I want to bring Brandy in, Sweet Seth Fire Jr., Oh, God. <laughs> that would be something Vince would say. 1,000%. Yeah. If not, he hadn't already. Yeah, I would say you're lying to yourself if you think he hasn't pitched it to someone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I think you need to get at least one of the titles off of Roman. I, totally agree. Totally agree. But also doing it in a weekend like that is kind of like oh. – and if they don't have Roman beat rock, like what the There's fuck have z- the past two years yeah. been zero reason for the rock to win this match? Zero. None. None. Absolutely. He's going to get the eyes on, on the uh, product, on the, on the, on the show. Yeah. yeah. Eyes on the cock. Uh, that's, that's going to happen here. So, I mean, which is also where you can watch young rock. Uh, (laughs) that's true because you sure should not aren't watching on friday nights no or on hulu it's like not on hulu you can only watch oh yeah all the nbc shows yeah over to uh to peacock exclusively i didn't uh i didn't realize that until i tried to watch the new season of young rock uh which is not as good as the prior seasons but that's okay is it though it's not okay I mean, it's it's just limping along into like syndication count. That's that's really what they're trying to do. I think and trying to get that up to a hundo. That's a lot. Is it uh, still a hundred for these days for a syndication? I feel like thinks the so. bar might have been lowered. Maybe it might have been lowered, but I think that's still the the golden number. I think that's why some shows, if they get four seasons, they limp along to five. Just oh my like, god! All right, let's get everybody that money. Speaking of limping along. I don't even know why we're still watching. It's like something to watch while we're eating dinner or something. Yeah. The fucking Goldbergs used to be a really funny, sweet show. It is a fucking unfunny shell of it former self these days. It is so just you're telling me now I, I've, <laughs> I've never watched the Goldbergs, Uh huh. but I did see a clip from last season. So you're telling me. Them doing the Anakin Skywalker version. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that. Of, up. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff Garland. Of Jeff Garland. It's yeah. not, not quality television. That episode, when they like literally spliced in old footage, and it was just like single cutaways to him reacting uh, to what's supposed to be his daughter's wedding. It was hysterical uh, <laughs> and not in the way that it was supposed to be uh i will say mvp of that show as he is in most things he's in is tim meadows who just brings oh, uh, tim meadows a, a is wonderful am- kind of energy to it tim meadows seemed for like half a second in that mandalorian trailer man that that's the reason to be excited for mando season three there's a trailer for mando season three out Did hey, i miss? That? there was a teaser that came out a few months ago did i watch it <laughs> I feel like no, I probably sent it to you. You probably did. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, aside how are you feeling about Indy? <sighs> I mean, been bitten before, but yeah. you know, I'll definitely I definitely want to see it. Yeah, they got me, man. They 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 absolutely got me. My o- yeah. my only complaint about the trailer was clearly not John Williams doing the music for the trailer, but I you know, he's like Ninety six years old or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Let the man rest.
0: Yeah. Good God. You know, (laughs) I'm
1: cool with it. I'm cool with it. Yeah. I mean, Uh, look, you know, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is a thing that exists. Yeah. yeah. uh, Much to Steven Spielberg's filmography chagrin. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm -hmm. But, you know, there were some parts. uh, There was a part of that that I enjoyed. Which was Kate Blanchett. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, she was great in that man. She was fantastic. She gives hundred and ten percent no a matter what. Million the movie is. A million committed. A million committed. But but yeah, the rest uh, not not so great. So they have some work to do. Um, you know, it, promising from the trailer.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, what? And I know we're taking a, a sidetrack here. The Guardians trailer and the Christmas special. Your thoughts on this new Groot? because I fucking think it's low red and awful. I'm not a big fan of it. Okay. It's not um, just me. I'm I'm really not a big fan of it. I will say props to I think it's Weda Digital who did it for somehow making CG look realistically like a gigantic rubber suit. <laughs>
0: that's that's what it it's looks not like. a suit? I thought it, it's I thought CG. it was CG suit. It's CG.
1: I li- literally thought it was some guy in a suit. No, it's CG. They've wow. perfected making it look like a shitty practical effect. <laughs> Congratulations? Yeah, I know, right? Like wow, I thought for sure that was a bad suit. You're telling I mean, me a computer made this? Huh. Wow. Between <clears throat> between the Lord of the Rings and Avatar and now this, what a really uh really checking off those bucket list uh things here. <laughs> Good God! Yeah, no, not not did not care for for New Gert. and honestly, I, I may be in the minority here. Did not care for the Christmas special. It was considering it was inspired by the Star Wars holiday special. It was better than that. <laughs> okay, that is damning with faint praise if I ever fucking oh, heard it. Absolutely, L- limping across the finish line in that regard. Drax and Mantis work best in small doses i did not need to see a half hour of them gallivanting around los angeles it was too too much and too try hardy just didn't didn't land for me yeah i'm with you more cosmo though definitely need more cosmo unless you're playing cosmo snap in which case fuck you (laughs) cosmo's in my deck uh i don't know if you're gonna hear this but hey let's talk about aew W was live this past Wednesday as uh, we continued the post-Full all uh, full gear, full gear Fallout. Almost yeah. said All Out Fallout, but that's not right. Full Gear yeah. Fallout. Uh, they were live in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, and I thought it was a pretty good show, Chris. Um, yes. I, I have my quibbles, which sure. we'll get into. Um, particularly, I feel like... There is, as there has been in AEW for the past few months, there is a fit-and-finish issue with the show as a whole. There are times where things are good, but could be better, which is a little tweak. And I'll throw out one when we get to the segment. Uh But I will give absolute credit for the opening segment by, A, delivering a surprise I legitimately did not expect, and, B, having it cause a logical thing for later in the show, so Kay. dynamite kicked off with John Moxley coming out. Mm-hmm. He's cutting a promo, saying he's still at the top of the food chain. He may not be the champ; no one can step up to me. No one has the balls to tell me any different. And here comes Hangman fucking Page, <laughs> We're looking all pissed off and ready to do the damn thing. Gets into the face of uh, John Moxley. Wants to have a face off. Mox plain, not even subtle heel. Full on heel and said, hey, you remember what happened last time? Oh, wait, your head. And boom, they're just brawling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the extras come out. Wrestlers come out. Referees, security, everybody. Just a big wild bra. This was a hot fucking fire segment. I loved it. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, like you said, a genuine surprise. We weren't sure of when or if we were getting Hangman back. Although, yeah. you know, there were some backstage uh, rumors of him recovering well, uh, clearly well enough to be in a brawl. So he's, despite Excalibur's uh, uh, attempts to say otherwise, he's definitely cleared because that shit wouldn't have happened were he not clear. Um, also, hilarious, uh, hilarious faux pas of... Um, of Mox tripping off the stage when he's going after Hangman up the road. Not the first time he slipped on the ramp Ooh. while trying to beat up a guy. I like that this is becoming an unintentional character beat for Mox. When was the other time? Uh, I don't recall. I, I think it was uh, during the build. Yeah, it was the build with him and Punk. Ah. uh they had a they had a similar you know extra filled brawl Mm -hmm. and mox totally ate shit on the ramp (laughs) during it um but i i'm cool with it like again sometimes a bot sometimes not getting all of it it feels more real yeah because I don't know if you've had the pleasure of watching real people fight, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't look good. It is <laughs> typically not graceful. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I'll fight you, fella. <laughs> but yeah, th- this is a great way to start the show. And then uh, later on in the show, they showed them in the back. They were brawling some more. They both got kicked out of the arena, yeah. which was helpful because that meant John Moxley was not around for MJF segment. Right. That is proper Fit and finish type stuff. Yeah, very much enjoyed that. Uh, And then we had uh, Brian Danielson and Dax Hardwood, Hardwood, Hardwood. Yeah, he is. (laughs) This match ruled. It was not the (laughs) match I expected from these guys. It was like they both went, hey, you know Jericho and Ishii last week? Let's do that but us. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just beat the shit out of each other for 12 minutes. Yeah. It was so good, including fucking wild suplex into the crowd. Yeah. What
0: the shit? Yeah. (laughs)
1: Look, I've said it for, I guess, the last couple months here. Dax Harwood, you know, in in the running for Wrestler of the Year. 100% um he is as good a wrestler as i find his promos laughably formulaic (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i know but you know they're they're said with conviction oh yeah yeah no he's a great promo guy he just needs more material (laughs) right yeah yeah but yeah yeah, I, i did enjoy the match i mean you know Two guys that I enjoy beating the shit out of each other yeah. just doing so for my enjoyment? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I, I was not playing Snap during this match. Yeah, that's this. that's the new barometer of my interest is if I put my phone down from a Snap game to watch uh, the actual match or just listen to the high spots. No doubt. Now, here is another example of please someone, anyone, give me clarity. Ricky Starks backstage with Tony Schiavone. Starks is cutting a promo. And it was a good promo. But if I take away the delivery and the conviction, which Mm -hmm. Starks always has in spades, Mm -hmm. let us talk about the mechanics of what he was saying. Okay. Break it down. So he's the number one contender (laughs) to the world championship. And he's getting Uh a shot on the December 14th Dynamite at Winter is Coming. Right. Okay, this coming week on Dynamite, December 7th, mm-hmm. there is a Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal mm-hmm. where the winner gets to face MJF at a time of their choosing specifically for the ring. Not for the world title, but for the ring. That has. Well, because MJF has won the first, what, three of these? Yes. So he hasn't had the. They haven't had to do this before. So, is this the way it was planned to work from the start, or is this. I think in the past, what they've done is the last two people face each other. Oh, yeah. That's right. They stop the match when it's the last two, and then it's. And then it's a match for the ring. Okay. Yeah, you're right. But the the logic this time is on the seventh, there's this battle royal, and someone gets a money in the bank esque shot at the dynamite diamond ring against the world champion. MJF, but the match is not for the world title. But Stark says he wants to take everything from Max. Okay. One, why does he want to do that? I don't remember them having many interactions before. Exactly. And two, why the fuck... Is the Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal now in this different format where you get a match against a world champion, but it's not for the world title. It's for a fucking ring he wears. I don't have an answer for that, friend. Yeah. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's very confusing. Literally, you just need someone going, whoever proposed it. I'm saying Tony here because he's the end all be all. Tony, why aren't we just doing this the way we've done it the past three years? Where the last two guys go against each other for the ring, have and- have the fucking MacGuffin of the ring go to somebody. Give it the fucking Ethan Page. If you want to make Ethan Page a dude, yeah, him having a ring that he can smack people with. All right, I'm cool. I rather you not do that, but <laughs> well, not, not same. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> give it to someone so they have a thing. MJF doesn't need that thing anymore. In fact, hell, now he probably has brass knucks as his thing. Well, yeah, and the bur- the big Burberry belt, as you'll get to momentarily. Triple B. Yeah. Yeah. Biners, biphons, and Bibes. <laughs> God damn it. Get out of my fucking head. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, one of the topics last night was CSI Flavor Town, so. <laughs> <laughs> Got to bust out my Guy Fietti. Oh, uh, yeah. Didn't they make. There was a TV show uh, akin to that, right? With Joel McHale was the host. Uh, it was like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh cra- Was it crime scene? Crime scene kitchen. kitchen. Was that the name of it? Yeah, it was good. Like that, I liked it a lot. Where they like it was a a dirty kitchen after somebody just prepared a meal and you had to go back through there and determine what, what dish made. was made? Yeah, and then yeah. make it, which was yeah. a, a really clever. Uh, it was concept. a fun show. I think the first and so far only. I don't know if it yeah. exactly got canceled, but I think the first seasons on uh, Hulu still. I've, I've watched most of them. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a still. very very good show, dear listeners. Uh, we're digressing a lot in the movies and t v talk <laughs> uh, you know Tell, huh. tells you the state of things, oh, sure um, <laughs> but what was actually entertaining? I don't know why they were on a sound stage in Nashville, Tennessee, but Renee Paquette was on a soundstage in Nashville, Tennessee with the j a s and Claudio and Yuda did they thought... say that that was in Nashville? I just missed it, yeah, yeah, there was even a little lower third, oh so I was playing snap, yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was the thing that they did, but it was the thing that they did. And uh, I don't know. I I I probably said I'm pretty sure it's something like this last week. I'm going to say here. This is the best Jake Hager we've ever had. Oh, easily. And <laughs> still, I mean, again, low bar to to overcome. But I guess the Nashville thing, you know, you're not in Blackpool, so you're not on, you know, the BCC's. uh yeah home turf, and you're not at the Proud Boys headquarters, so you're not on Jericho's home turf. <laughs> so, you know, it's neutral ground in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> A little something for everybody, I guess. Uh, but, you know, Hager threw Claudio his own hat and said he can wear it when he went, uh, when he uh, joins the Jericho Appreciation Society. Claudio gets pissed off and storms out. Yuta gets all up in Garcia's ass, so they're going to run that back for the pure title, which sure. will be good, Yeah, but I've seen that quite a few times already. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's going to be on the final battle show, which mm-hmm. is next Saturday. I need a lot more matches. So say they've only announced a couple title and matches. tickets sold. Oh, well, that's Ring of Honor for you. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: Like they've the sold 2020s. 1,500
1: tickets in a 4,000 seat building. They, they that's, need That's too big a building for Ring of Honor without a fucking TV deal or a weekly show. Oh, wait. They are on TV every, every fucking week every. on Dynamite and Rank hey, 8. Hey, we'll talk about a, a Ring of Honor match, title match in just a minute. Great. Um, But yeah, I thought this was good. Oh, and if you haven't seen it, again, I don't follow the guy, but this has been raised to me in other places like Discords I'm on and so on. Jake Hager's Twitter account. Oh, I definitely do not follow that. Has become a fucking delight because it, he's posting photos of him out and about, not wearing a shirt, wearing the purple hat, living life. It started I mean, simple, it was him shirtless with the purple hat, putting yeah. gas in his car. Just all, all caps, I like this hat. Him walking through the frozen food aisle of a grocery store. And there's one with him and his wife at like a high end restaurant. Guy like fucking pouring uh, champagne for them. Again, no shirt, purple hat. <laughs> I mean, look, it took twenty some years, but the guy finally got a gimmick that works. Hey, hey, I love the uh, Swagger Flying Eagle era. I don't know if you uh, ever saw that. That was goddamn delightful. Flying Eagle. That sounds like a like an SS thing. So when he, I mean, that might have been the origin <laughs> of the the, the name. But yeah, yeah, we the people, uh, when brother. they pushed him super hard when he first came up uh, to SmackDown from the, the WWE ECW era, mm-hmm. um, he got a world title push. So they gave him... I mean, it was a heel world title, but they were trying to do like pseudo Kurt Angle. You know, a heel doesn't think he's a heel. sure. So they gave him a mascot, which was a guy dressed up in an eagle costume that just ran around around him. It was the dumbest fucking thing, but it it, it made me laugh every time. Eagly. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Eagly before Eagly. Anyway, TNT and Ring of Honor TV champions, Joey Samoe Mm -hmm. defended the TNT title against the latest signee to AE dub AR Fox. Look, I very much like seeing AR Fox on TV. Yeah. I very much enjoyed this match. It was yeah. it was this is the Joe that we love and want to see all the time. The, you know, the smirking when he just walks away from somebody trying to do some kind of planche or dive or something. Mm-hmm. You know, AR Fox did a great landing on the uh on the floor from jumping out of the ring yeah. to surprise Joe. My issue with this is you, you sign a guy and make a big deal about it on Twitter, and then you job him in his first match. Well, great news, is you're going to find out when I tell you about Rampage on Friday. They're going to do it again this week. <laughs> cool. But, yeah, I, I don't disagree. Uh, post-match, Joe declared himself the king of television. Love it. <laughs> Love it. But then Wardlow popped up on the big screen and is still trying to make... Wardlow's world, thing, never gonna work. No, it's no. never. Work. The only way it works is if he gets a black ball cap that <laughs> says "World Wardlow's, Wardlow's World" in white yeah. text on, and that's part of the problem. It's a fucking tongue twister. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Uh, we I, to, no. Wait. I just need uh, you know, I guess Samoa Joe's his adversary at the time. I need uh, Wasamoa Joe against Wardlow. So you get a Wario Waluigi sort of situation here happening. That's kind of what I'm looking for. Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe. Sounds like fucking Mox and Renee's kid is trying to say the name. <laughs> what, Joey Samoe. what Joey Samoie? <laughs> what
0: there
1: Joey it Samoe. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> <laughs> <Print> it. <laughs> what Joey There it is. Print it. What Joey Samoie? We had a video package talking about the uh, the journey of Powerhouse Hobbs from Oakland to <laughs> AEW. Ow, ow. I liked this. This this was just a good. Movie. No, I like I like vignettes filmed filmed outside of the arena. Yes. Yeah. Um, and. It was part one, so we were going to get more soon. Yeah, that's uh, And then we had uh, the return of Taz's technique. Yeah. He was showing us how Hook countered uh, Lee Moriarty into the red rum. Yeah. So uh, that was good shit. Yep. And then we had a segment that I thought was very good, but could have been so much better. Had you trimmed seven minutes off it? Have you trimmed seven minutes off it, and also yeah. took a part in the middle and put it at the end okay I'll tell you why in a minute okay so it was mjf speaking for the first time since becoming champion william regal out first with not quite his wwe entrance music thanks right. Mickey yeah. ruckus for making that happen and then uh, he introduces mjf and mjf then basically spends 20 minutes trying to make the crowd believe he's a heel again yeah we get it man Talk, like, talking the about, end of the title match did that. You don't need to spend 20 minutes saying it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, talking about how he emailed Regal and gave him an opportunity to grab the brass ring and da 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 They unveiled his custom world title. Before they unveiled it, I was like, well, they redid the women's title. Maybe they're going to redo the men's title. No, it's yeah. just a specialty strap, strap. Yeah, which I'm sure will be available on shopAW.com this coming week. Does Burberry get a cut from that? You think? Uh, probably not. Probably not. But I'm sure that they will charge. Can you trademark a, a a pattern, the fabric pattern? I think you can. I feel like that's got to be a thing. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Um, my patent lawyer friends on the I'm listening out there. Uh, did slide in the I, DMs? Yes, please. Uh, did his best job to explain the whole thing with the firm, which. Got further clarified with Stokely Hathaway, did uh, Did you did you listen to or see anything from Stokely's appearance on Rene pa- Paquette's podcast? Uh, negative Ghost Rider, although I think I saw a tweet about the firm was planned to be a part of a storyline for somebody who was unable to be there for whatever kind of uh, yeah. post-pay-per-view brawling reasons. <laughs> yeah, you, you can read into that that the firm was going to feud with Punk. Um, yeah. Which makes sense. Like, that probably was going to be the plan Punk feud with the firm, then we have Punk MJF at the pay-per-view, and then that's when the title got changed, blah, 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 of course, it didn't happen, so they had to do this weird pseudo-face turn for MJF, and it's just a shit show uh, on so many fronts. Um, Also, interesting bit from that, uh, Stoke uh, put himself in a mental asylum for a long weekend when he was in NXT. Hmm. Just hey man, he check yourself he, in, get yeah. yourself straight. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently he realized while he was there, this is not the way to make myself better. So he look. himself. Those places out of there. are um, grim. Yeah. 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 Like, it's like cuckoo's nest, but like worse. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, in, in actual practice. So, so yeah. I mean, look, you know, they are a necessary part of, uh, you know, our world and they are needed and they do work, but they are not a place where you really want to go unless you really need it. Completely agreed. And if you do need to go. Yes, by all means. Mental health is health, folks. Um, So MJF in this promo, he also set up his next three challengers uh, alongside talking about how he'll only be wrestling on pay-per-views Uh, People will get sick and tired of him as champion. He's going to take the belt into 2024. Maybe he'll go up north. Maybe he'll just go to Hollywood. You never know what he's going to do. Blah, 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 blah. Same old shit we've heard a billion times. Either way, a guy named Khan is going to pay him a lot of money. Exactly. Um, But he ran down Eddie Kingston, Ricky Starks, and quote unquote fake wrestlers like Danielson. And then uh, MJF thanks Regal for what he did for him. And attacks Regal with brass knuckles to the back of the head. Everyone gets stunned. This was the big, you know, crescendo of everything that MJF used Regal to get where he needed to be. Yeah, that sort of a full quarter hour later. Now, what do I mean by fit and finish? <clears throat> MJF being opposed to a guy like Eddie Kingston makes sense. Two different sides of the same track, literally, both New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. Having issues with Ricky Stark makes sense. But I feel like the Danielson bit would have been infinitely more effective if after he took down Regal, he started talking about how he saw Regal with Danielson last week and he saw weakness. Yeah. And he saw someone who, you know, couldn't live up to the standard, who wasn't a true devil after all. And... That being the justification for him going after Danielson. Yeah, that's fair. It's a little shift and it makes it feel less like I'm now telling you my next three major opponents. Right. Plus you get the image of – Max with the mic standing over Regal as he's being worked on by the the medical crew exactly. and cutting this you know really fired up promo instead of just leaning over Regal and yelling into his ear who but he's unconscious so he can't hear you anyway which kind of defeats yeah. the purpose of it so so yeah that 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 makes a lot of sense yes. so also they stuck with, they stuck with the 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 medical team way too long I'm like okay way we get long. it yeah. we get it yeah why couldn't that have been pitcher and pitcher come on right guys. yeah. You know, so before the next match began, Stokely Hathaway and Ethan Page came out with Matt Hardy. Now, my understanding is apparently the angle with Matt Hardy has been going on on dark and has been very entertaining. Okay, Yeah. The firm has has acquired the contracts of Matt Hardy and private party. Yes. Matt Hardy running in front of them, posing like a doofus and then Stokely saying to Matt, get your ass back to the back. Is the most entertaining Matt Hardy's ever been in AEW. That is that is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> but this was about how Paige is going to call his shot and win the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal and blah, 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 blah. Okay. We had Ricky Starks against Aria Davari. This was a quick squash, as yeah. well it should be. Um, then Tony Schiavone's backstage with Jimmy Hader, Britt Baker, and Rebel. Hader said that since Soraya is having to sit down with Renee. Hater's gonna have a sit down with Tony. So Hater finally gets cut a promo. Yeah, right? This was my my issue with this. I'm like, ah, can we not make Brit the fucking centerpiece of this thing? She's not the fucking champion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm if, you. if you're if you're if that's the story that they're telling that, you know, Brit is overshadowing Jamie as champion and then that leads to the match but the inevitable match between the two of them, okay. But man, that's gonna be a long time to get yeah. there. Yeah. No disagreement. No disagreement. Willow Nightingale and Ana Jay were in the 930 spot. <laughs> Willow won. Willow's getting super over, which is awesome. Yeah, she's, she's fun. The music is great. Uh, despite Justin's uh, thoughts, she's a good wrestler. So, yeah, I'm happy to see her around. Yeah. And uh, after the match, uh, Tay Mello was, uh, or Ty Mello, uh, was helping uh, Ana Jay get to her feet. All of a sudden, Ruby Soho's music hits. And she's standing behind them as Ruby Soho makes her AEW return. Yep. Uh, hits Destination Unknown on the ramp as Taz sings along as Taz does. Thank God. I'd missed that. <laughs> we had a highlight reel of the House of Black return last week in Chicago. How can't work? Tony Schiavone was backstage with QT Marshall and Orange Cassidy. QT Marshall's like, "I want a shot at the Atlantic title. I want it to be a lumberjack match. We can't have all these people." And and OC goes, "All right, cool. See you on Friday." Yeah. Well, no, he said he, he said okay, cool. After he said I wanted a match, and then QT kept going. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> which yeah. is even funnier. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "All right, man. I already said you got the match." <laughs> now, what wasn't funny? And I'm gonna sound like Justin here in a minute. Uh-oh. Yeah, the Jade Cargill Championship Celebration. Okay. Uh, Jade Cargill, uh, wearing what appeared to be $800. I mean, worth every penny. Good Lord. Uh, she came out with Red Velvet and Layla Gray. Uh, she uh, says she's the brightest star AEW has. She shit-talked Red Velvet and Layla Gray for hanging out with Kira Hogan over the weekend, which was just like a weird story beat. Can't you, like... If if this was on social media or something, can't you, like, put a tweet on the screen so we can be like, oh, she, she posts it up on screen. She'd be like, who's this? What's this? Why did you do this? Right. This weird thing. She calls little bow wow a joke. And I'm little bow wow. He's just, ba- just bow wow. Sorry. Now. He's calls not bow wow a joke. And he shows up on the video screen in a video that appeared to be filmed on a 1995 webcam in bow wow's unfinished basement. In one take with no microphone.
0: Yeah. Just going with ambient
1: audio. Awful low rent. And I don't uh, know what the fuck he said. I couldn't tell you what he said. Uh, I really wasn't paying attention. The crowd gave zero fucks. And you know why? Because it looked like shit and it sounded like shit. So and what's this, the payoff here? Yes. What is the fucking payoff? They're going to have Bow Wow versus Jade Cargill. I mean, if, if, if you're telling me the TBS title feud is Jade Cargill and Bow Wow, fuck right off. I mean, I could see Jade like doing a move, like a big power move on Bow Wow at some point, but not a match. Who I, I okay, Who so, gives a fuck about the star of Like Mike in 2022? So this is the tinfoil, my favorite tinfoil conspiracy of the week. Are oh, are you saying Bow Wow Snoop Dogg to Mercedes? Yes. Yeah. That's a Bow Wow stretch. is not legitimately related to, to Snoop Dogg. It's just no. Snoop Dogg discovered him. So that's why he got the but name. But there's a relationship there. Right. I mean, I, I also, understand Snoop has theory. a history in AEW. And Bow Wow did say some... Uh, what I could understand of this terribly shot video... How they didn't go back to Bow Wow be like, fucking buy a GoPro or some shit. Right. <laughs> Redo that. You own an iPhone, don't you? <laughs> fucking... <laughs> 8K it's a, K, it's a 3g shit. though yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking no- 8k that shit bow wow <laughs> like anyway, uh, i digress you know? uh he, he said something about making money and of course uh mercedes just uh trademarked the name mercedes monet uh-huh uh-huh so because she's starting an art career right Yeah. yeah 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 totally okay. She's going to make some bridges over like lily pads and stuff like that. Anyway, this sucked. Crowd didn't give a shit. I was just like, "What? who gives a fuck? But it's okay, because immediately thereafter, we went right to the Elite and Death Triangle factory, and it fucking rolled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who would
1: think that Match 3 would be the fuck you brawl? That was awesome. I mean, it makes a bit of sense in hindsight because what the elite had been doing wasn't working. So they needed a new strategy. So jumping them before the bell, having a wild brawl on the ramp um, and then, you know, having a match for the second part of the segment That's you know, added to what had been done in the prior two matches. These guys, you know, we were worried how they were going to make each match seem fresh and different. And so far they're three for three. Yeah. And the elite gets the win in this one. So now they're only down by one. Uh, The next match will be at winter's coming on the 14th. So uh, just don't put it in the main event spot. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what it is. with The main event trios, like people tuning out on them because that was even true with the trios tournament. Depending who you ask, the bucks aren't a draw. So. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've, I've heard that one before. But, you know, from a guy who uh, one of his many exploits is best known about is assaulting a uh, Wendy's drive-thru worker. So, you know, good for him. Which one's that? Uh, <laughs> corny. Oh. Yeah. Oh better higher-res sound clip from it. But yes, it was AEW Rampage on Friday. Uh, that was taped after Dynamite in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Show kicks off with Darby Allin against Cole Carter, which is not really a great sign for the state of Rampage. <laughs> uh, but this was actually a decent match. Uh, Darby, you know, of course, wins and beats the shit out of uh, uh, Cole Carter. Uh, big uh, coffin drop for the finish. Uh, Darby also did a hammerlock scorpion death drop. That was pretty dope. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I thought the match was fine. And hopefully this wraps up the Darby Allen. Isn't that Andrade's thing. move though? Well, that's a hammerlock DDT. Hammerlock DDT. So this so ha- is a hammerlock reverse DDT. So the arms underneath. Okay. So they get dropped on the elbow. That sounds not safe. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a move that Darby Allen came up with. Come on. <laughs> So, okay. Renee Paquette was backstage interviewing Keith Lee. Uh-huh. And I think like 800 people in Baltimore were very excited about what happened after this. Oh yeah. As former <laughs> Ring of Honor TV champion Shane Taylor interrupted Keith Lee and challenged him to a tag team match at Final Battle. So it's going to be But Shane Keith Lee left his tag team partner well, uh, Swerve was watching as this happened, so maybe that's what it's going to be. But it's Shane Taylor and JD Griffey. I don't know who that is. We're going against Keith Lee uh, and his partner Ken EPA. Griffey's son. You know, there we go. That's him. Yeah, that's there him. it is. Uh, they had a recap of the Preston Vance turn from last week. Um, I saw a photo of Preston Vance without his mask, with his hair all done up and everything. That's a handsome dude. He's a handsome fellow. He should have been wearing a mask the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get the whole Dark Order, Mass, number 10 thing that they were doing, but once we lost Brody, that should have, you know. Yeah. This is a long time coming. Yes. Uh, Renee Paquette uh, brings out the acclaim for an interview. Caster does his rap, makes fun of Jarrett and TNA. Uh, Anthony Bowens told Jeff Jarrett that they have to wait in line. And uh, they were thinking about who they're going to give their next title shot to. The Gun Club comes out, then they're interrupted by Jeff Jarrett and uh, Jay Lethal and everybody, but then Billy Gunn said very clearly, we want the best. And FTR comes out. Okay. FTR and the Acclaim shaked hands. That's going to be the tag title match Wednesday night on Dynamite. I appreciate the fake out. I said this last week that I think they became self-aware with the factory. I dare say they're becoming self-aware with uh, Jeff Jarrett and the assholes uh, I wouldn't give him too much credit it'll happen eventually that match granted the next match was Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal de- defeating Private Party so maybe I'm wrong <laughs> uh, also they announced uh, Hikaru Shida will be defending the Regina D-Wave championship against Bunny next week on Rampage oh boy you make me start sound like Justin what the fuck title is this uh, it is from Pro Wrestling Wave in Japan it's the Regina D-Wave title Okay, <laughs> Athena defeated okay. my new favorite female indie worker's name, Danny Mo. Danny Mo, D A N I, Danny. Oh, Danny Mo, M O, Danny Mo, 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 Mo. Mo. Mo, Mo. Uh, Athena Mo. beat her in a minute and a half, <laughs> and then uh all the referees came out to stop her because she kept beating up Danny Mo afterwards Mo. and that sort of thing. They, she wanted Mo Mo Mo. <laughs> It was probably close to the midnight hour when they filmed this, so it it, it fucking applies. That's true. Then we got a pre-taped promo challenging Samoa Joe for the Ring of Honor Television Championship by Chris. Would you like to guess? Um, No, I would not. Juice Robinson. Okay. They announced that Juice has officially signed with AEW and... This Wednesday, he will be getting a match against Joey Samoe for the Ring of Honor TV Championship. Okay. Yes. Then the why main event, wouldn't you do that on the pay-per-view? You know, that's a good point. Actually, maybe it is on the pay-per-view because it just said, oh, yeah, it will happen in Final Battle. Okay. Right. Sorry. Because right. uh, uh, he said next week and I, I totally forgot. That sure. The pay-per-view was next week. Um. As, as one should. Yes. Then the main event was orange Cassie as QT Marshall in a lumberjack match. Uh, in the pre-match promo, Mark Henry informed the best friends that they weren't allowed to bring access to the ring for the lumberjack match. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they brought chainsaws last time. <laughs> no, no, no. That's when they were managers. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That's right. Um, the story hmm. of this was uh, what happened during it as Kip Sabian – brawled with O.C. So it looks like we're getting a Kip, Sabian, O.C. match soon. Okay. I mean, look, the Kip thing, I he had one return match and he lost, and then that was all after a year buildup of him sitting in the crowd with a fucking box on his head. So, hey, try something else with the guy. Why not? Yeah. Uh, O.C. beats uh, uh, QT with the orange punch. Um, after the match, O.C. went after uh, Kip with a dive to the floor. They brawled the back. All the lumberjacks were brawling in the ring. Lights go out. House of Black appears and just murders the jobber crew. So okay. that's how they went off the air. Did um did OC try and do Mark Henry's bit again? He, he did not, no. Oh, no that's a great running, recurring bit. I don't yeah, know why they're yes. not doing that. Yeah, Or at least I didn't notice it. Uh, okay. But uh, fun show. Um, again, on paper, it was not the strongest of uh, shows, but... I like that they were building to things. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're, it seems like at least maybe for me, and I don't know if this is depression creeping in or not, but it seems like there's instead of, you know, for me spinning, uh, or reshuffling the board after a pay-per-view, it seems kind of spinny wheely to me. Fair. But maybe that's just, my level of interest in the product at the moment, not indicative of what they're actually doing. But I mean, I I think it'll be interesting to see after winter's coming where all the cards fall right f- for uh revolution. Um, I, but that's not till March 5th. Yeah. It's a, a long, long time, a long time coming. And if I'm them, I, that's when I do MJF Danielson. So I guess we're probably going to get Kingston out of the way. Like, January. Don't they usually do, like, period. a beach break thing in January? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's usually the, the next big theme show. Um, but. All okay. right. They're getting there. I mean, I I feel for them. Their entire main event plan got blown the fuck up. Um, but it, it could certainly stand to be better. But at the very least, Chris, yeah. they did not hire Eric Young this week. So let's consider that a win. For AEW. Yeah, but Jeff Jarrett was on TV.
0: Ah, fuck. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at roughhousesgw, SGW, at Facebook.com slash The Rough Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Rough Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Rough House Redos, and Rough House Divided Movie Trivia Games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough House podcast. Uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty? And my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. Skeezy Larry Productions in association with the Secret Keepers Foundation presents World Pervert Wrestling's... <laughs> Diddle Mania! You'll shiver beneath the covers as you watch The Creeper meet Uncle Larry in an Innocence on a Pole match. I got a huge bag of candy for you. Diddle Mania! Get ready to reach for your pepper spray as the WPW Tag Team belts are on the line when the Mountain Men take on the inappropriate siblings. Come on, show us yours first. Dinomania! <laughs> and in our main event of the night, have those restraining orders ready because Willie Windowless Van Thrust goes head-to-head with Roofy Rick. There you go. Drink up. <laughs> oh, God. Diddle Mania. World Pervert Wrestling's Diddle Mania. Available on Craigslist Pay-Per-View and in highway rest stops everywhere.